Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember, yeah, bumping into a friend once on the walk and, 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 and they said, well, aren't you, <laughs> aren't you, you worried? Like, you know, I said, yeah, it could happen anywhere. Like that's the, yeah. the truth is that I can't live the rest of my life in fear. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it is like always, I suppose, in the back of your head now. Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Mitch. And on today's show, we go back in time ever so slightly because the guest we've got on today is the reason I was on the show as a guest in the first place. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to speak to Mr. Bill Shackman, who you may remember is the surfer who experienced the heart attack in the water in St. Andrews. Uh, I think it was the winter of lockdown the first winter of lockdown or just after the lockdown was sort of lifted and uh yeah we're gonna get his version of events yeah yeah this was uh i've said before it's pretty emotional actually and you know i wasn't there but just hearing you two talk about it and hearing bill's experience of it well i nearly went a couple of times and you said you nearly i'm really glad you mm. didn't go because if you'd gone i would have gone as well <laughs> <laughs> i'm crying because you're crying <laughs> um, but yeah and also we get to give mr bill a present uh in during this during this episode as well i mean there's no harm telling you what mm. it is right now because if you go to that place and you use the discount code uk surf show 23 you can get 10 percent off anything from surface wetsuits also they've got a sale on at the moment 20 percent off a lot of stuff and you can get up to 30 percent off a lot of stuff now by using our discount code man that was seamless pete that was, was seamless. It? If you had a mic, you should drop uh, it. I, w- I would, but everything will fall over because it's just like basically <laughs> stacked behind me at the moment because I'm still not fully into this office yet. But I've got my little display going on here, you know, things things we've had. It's before. almost like product placement. It is, it's like, you know, we've got some gripped. We've got some of the waxes that we've been sent and used over the years, you know, like uh, B-bumps, green stuff, Hueys, West Coast, Sticky Bump. Six foot and clean, got a bit of, you know, Canon, GoPro, DJI, sure. It's all there. All the product placements there, you know. What's the poster next to the uh, IKEA shelf? It's what, up there? On the right. No, on the other side. No, 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 no. On the other side. By the door. Oh, that way. I can see. There's no poster. There's no yeah. poster there. There is. There's a, p- a thing down the bottom. Not down on the floor? Look, just t- yeah. Oh, that's an old Goonies poster. That might go on the wall. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I do recognize yeah. that. <laughs> um, yeah. For those yeah. listening on a yeah, podcast, listening, welcome yeah. to Visual Media. Yeah, so, you know, there's that. I'm, <laughs> I'm already, I've got my cup of tea. We had a um, an audio nightmare. So this one's out a little bit late because someone was in your house and you couldn't get to your microphone. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I thought we were going to call it a audio a hangover. Technical hangover. <laughs> well, technical hangover was me going out and getting drunk for the first time in five years. Technically. Oh, I don't, don't don't break that down yet. We talk about that at the end well, because Pete we can come back. hasn't drunk for about 30 years. We'll definitely come back well, to that. We can come back to that at the end. But <laughs> should we just jump in with Mr. Bill then? Let's jump in. Jump in, in. Same night as uh, Ben Larg, this one was filmed. So apologies for the GoPro footage if you're watching on uh, YouTube. Yeah, it's savage. Yes. It's savage. However, we have now overcome that. We've got two proper cameras for uh, any future content. And uh, let's get into skateboarding, Dad, Mr. Bill Shackman. Uh, yeah, my name is Bill Shackman, and um, I'm a St. Andrews local, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm originally from Chicago. Um, I was going to say, that's not a Scottish it's accent. It's not a Scottish yeah. accent, no. Um, yeah, grew up in Chicago, family moved to Omaha, Nebraska, very landlocked, Yeah, <laughs> um, where I was, yeah, was a skateboarder uh, yeah. <laughs> as a teenager, and then... Um, yeah, but I've lived here for the last 13 years. 
Nice. He's known as a skateboarding dad, I believe, as yeah, well. Yeah, that's I used to <laughs> skate. Uh, yeah, skate to pick up, skate to drop off. Love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess there's a well, how you two know each other is uh, is the main story of this. I, I the guess start so, of this. Yeah. You've been on the show we'll before, and yeah. uh, not on, on person, but uh, and I guess you're the reason why I'm on the show and even part of the show. Okay. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. in fact, you are. Well, yeah, it was. The, the main reason that Mitch got involved with the show is I saw a post he did and I started chatting to him and then he came on the show and never left. Ah, never left. <laughs> now I'm the host. That. I was on as a guest. It was a life-changing event for you too. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure, yeah. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, Bill, do you want to say what happened on that day? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, it's a little strange. I don't remember anything from the day um i um you know i pieced together the whole story from everyone else's Mm. recollections um i did not realize i had a congenital heart condition uh although it does make sense of my family history yeah um but i was out surfing um in some pretty heavy conditions that i kind of do recall i kind of remember seeing some some heavy waves. it was a big day it was definitely yeah. a big day i remember being excited to go mm-hmm. i remember yeah getting suited up first thing to get out um and then everything else is blank um but i had a sudden cardiac arrest immediately passed out um when i think you and and lewis saw me and rushed down to do cpr um thank god you were there, um, and um, there's a defibrillator there, and um, worked on me for what fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes well, or so? Yeah, fifteen minutes before we got you into the ambulance. Yeah, and then myself and Ollie continued working on you for oh man another twenty minutes or so. I think it was before the air ambulance yeah. landed on yeah. next to us and finally a paramedic arrived because I think even though we had two ambulances, one ambulance, I can't remember, it was, the f- lockdown had just been lifted, if I remember, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's an absolute testament to how how strapped the NHS were. Yeah. As I recall, there was no paramedics on that ambulance crew, which wow. is pretty standard. Yeah. So myself and Bill seemingly still had control yeah. In the ambulance, which was not what you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At all. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I um, yeah, I just remember waking up in the hospital. Apparently I had been conscious for a long time and mm. been kind of like repeating myself over and over. It was not clear I would ever regain consciousness. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, rem- yeah, I remember coming to um and um getting taken to the um the cardiac ward and um you know being explained you've had a, a cardiac arrest um and just kind of slowly accepting that yeah and um how is how is that is change. that how do you accept that is that like because to me that's just like yeah. you'd be like mind-blowing sort of like 
not knowing where to where yeah. to go from it. Like, I mean, it was. I remember being very confused and yeah. and asking over and over. You know, what happened? What ha- did I have a heart attack? Did I have a, what happened? Because um, it just took a while to sink in. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I came to in the hospital. It was clear. You know, oh, something happened. Yeah. Um, but without any memory of it, it, it was all just mm. a big confusing blur. Yeah. Um, and. Um, yeah, I mean, the acceptance kind of settled in pretty quickly because yeah. it was clear, like, where <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was. Um, you know, I was weak. I was tired, um, a little disoriented. Um, you know, but it, 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 it yeah, I mean, I went from going out in the morning surfing yeah. and thinking I was completely fit and, you know, kind of in, in a way at, at, at my at my peak yeah um mm. physically to you know waking up in the hospital wondering am i going to be able to surf again am i gonna have a normal life yeah. like what's what's in store yeah so yeah it's pretty pretty dramatic pretty mad isn't it? Yeah. i mean like not only like how like i think people would think how you deal with that it's that thing of like how did you, I know you just said tired and weak, but how did your body feel after like something like that's happened to you? Because like, mm. is it, a, obviously it's a massive strain on your body, but yeah. like what, what sort of things you feel like afterwards? Can you remember like waking yeah. up and coming around? Was there anything? Yeah. I mean, um, I was sore. Uh, you did a good job. I, I can only, yeah. I was maybe a bit heavy handed on really the chest did. compressions. I mean, yeah, th- thank goodness you <laughs> yeah. really had to be. <laughs> Um, cause it, I, I definitely, I remember feeling that kind of like bruised soreness. Yeah. Um, but I was also just weak, you know, it took energy, um, to get up out of bed, to walk, you know, at first in the hospital, even just down the corridor yeah. was, was an effort. Um, and it took a long time to build up my strength again. Like when I got home, um, you know, well, I had trouble sleeping as well. It was like, I was afraid every time I close yeah, my I eyes, am I, gonna, am I going to wake up again? Um, but then I'd be exhausted. I'd finally sleep and then um, get up and kind of go for a walk first thing in the morning. And the walks would get further and further. So I'd start out just going around the block, going half a mile, go walk up towards Craigtoon. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a worry in itself? Like then yeah, being on your own and thinking, right, I'm going for a walk on my own absolutely absolutely i remember yeah bumping into a friend once on the walk and 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 they said well aren't you (laughs) are you worried like you know i said yeah it could happen anywhere like that's the the truth is that i I can't live the rest of my life in fear Mm. um but it is like always i suppose in the back of your head now um but um yeah but i just want to you know keep on going really um the yeah i don't know i don't know you just gotta gotta keep on yeah and i'm keeping on on, yeah (laughs) but do you think like the chances of that happening on that day when there's two or three people that knew what to do and you got one guy who's you know been in the army and has had that training there was a doctor there i believe there was someone else there that knew yeah what they were doing the chances of three people being there on that day yeah, that I knew mean, what they were doing. It's really incredible. I mean, it really does feel miraculous yeah. um, that everything fell into place. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, normally I'll go out and surf at West Sands. If I had been out here, uh, you know, on my own, yeah. that would be it. Yeah. Or, you know, even worse, if I'd been at home yeah. just sitting around, yeah. like yeah. no one would have found me until I got back. Um, so that, you know, that you saw me, Lewis saw me, that there was a doctor there who also saw oh, what's going mm. on. I think there was... Um, a retired fireman who knew there was a, yeah, a, a Craig, defibrillator yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you said like, you couldn't get my wetsuit off. Mm-hmm. Someone said, Oh, here's scissors. You know, yeah. you got the wetsuit off. Like I'm all wet. You couldn't yeah. get the defibrillator attached. We need a towel. Oh, here's a towel. Like everything just clicked in. It was, place. it was like a magician's box because all yeah. the tools that were needed just kept appearing. Yeah. It was pretty insane. It's just incredible. Really. And, I, and I think, you know, I, I guess I wasn't sure coming and speaking about this I'm, I'm trying to sit and not say nothing because I've yeah. I've done my piece and spoke about okay. it and that's why I was on the show but at the same time I guess there's people will be listening who won't have heard what was yeah. going on and I think just for context the first time I saw you afterwards yeah I didn't realize it was you I'd been back up I was doing yeah. my traditional boxing day Santa Claus surf and a yeah. Santa costume yeah. and I was up here with special K my other half and I, I would I'd just come out the water, and I actually walked. Bill was obviously out on a walk yeah. on the beach, was, and I walked straight past you yeah. in a dripping wet Santa costume, which was hanging off my body. <laughs> and then I got in my van. I didn't know it was you. Yeah. And uh, Special K said, I think that's Bill. <laughs> I said, Nah, it can't nah, be. Can't <laughs> it be must have been so odd. And the best thing is that the day that happened with you, I had yeah. packed the van. I was going to do my Santa surf that day. Okay. So I could just imagine the headlines of Santa saving <laughs> Bill Shacken <laughs> on the beach. Santa doing chest compressions. Yeah. Santa's not just for Christmas. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, but I, 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 I suppose from my own perspective then, um, we have not spoke about this a lot. No, I know. And I remember, I guess we'll come on to that a bit later, but the first time I heard you speaking about this, I realized I'd never heard you speaking about this, uh, okay. was on a piece we'd done with ITV or yeah, S- yeah. Scottish TV, yeah. STV. Um, it was the first time I realized I'd heard you speak about it. So actually, probably yeah. this is the most in-depth we're ever going to yeah. speak about it as uh, well. So uh, yeah, um, post-lockdown, I think it was November time, about yeah. what, two years ago now. Yeah. Um, I drove up to, I was shielding at home um, and drove up to St. Andrews for a surf. And it's a big day. It was a really big yeah. day. It's like, I don't know, 15 seconds, something like that. In fact, you've got a Get Well Soon card yeah, that's that I had right. made the up, which has got, I put the, um, the screenshot of the day of Magic Seaweed, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. forecast. And it was just that. And it was something like, if you ever see this forecast, yeah, do not go surfing. And the whole I'm surprised it didn't say something along the lines of, you know, like, oh, remember this day? You know, <laughs> I know yeah, you might yeah. want to forget yeah. it, but there and it is. It was amazing. <laughs> we actually put the card on the Toasty Shack and the amount of the community, yeah. not just surfers, that signed it and left a message was yeah. insane. It was so touching to get yeah, that Yeah, it's nice. That it was like a whole community mm. that had come together. To, yeah. You know. and so, yeah, so I came up for a surf on this big crazy day, and it's weird because I'm not one of them. I feel like there's a thing in surfing where people have to stand on a beach and almost show off how much beach knowledge they've got about, <laughs> oh, there's a bowl over there yeah, and a sandbar and yeah. swell directions. And if it's a north, northwest, like, shut up. There's a wave, get in. Or it's not good enough, yeah. don't get in, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I would normally turn up, look good enough going. And for yeah. some reason that day, I waited and uh-huh. I didn't get in, which I, I would never do, but it was good enough to go yeah. in. And I was I, something made me wait. 
and I was I was slowly getting changed into my wetsuit. I had my wetsuit half on, and I had seen turns out to be you, yeah, lying on the floor right at water's edge. Um, and I just assumed, like me, bad back, just stretching, just stretching out. Um, so, I, so I continued getting getting my wetsuit on, and, and it was a cold day. I remember that yeah. my wetsuit was literally half on, not even pulled up. And it was. I looked back over, and it was the way there was people stood over you, mm. aimlessly. I want to say, with, yeah. with no disrespect to them, yeah. wanting to help but no, not knowing how. And wrong. I knew it was wrong. Yeah. And I literally screamed to Swanee, our friend. I was telling you about Swanee today. Yeah. Gold teeth, yeah. um, Swanee, to call an ambulance. And I, I literally sprinted down the beach, wow. which is like wet, you know, half wet suit on, half naked, yeah. and yeah, didn't know what was going on. And yeah. you were, I mean, you were white. Head yeah, to toe white, yeah. um, and I think I think it began CPR straight away, like straight away, um, and then a, f- a few more people turned up. But because it was such a big day, actually the tide was dropping out; it was going out. But okay. because it was so big, it was surging up the beach every now and again. Uh, so sure. initially, it was just me working on you, and that sounds an odd thing to say, working on you. Yeah, really. <laughs> but um, every time a surging wave would come up. We were both getting engulfed. I was having to cover your mouth and nose. Mm. We were getting engulfed by waves. So a, a load of people helped and we, we pushed you up the beach okay. quite far. Okay. But once again, the same thing happened. But the next time we moved you up the beach, um, a board bag appeared to put you on, to keep you off the wet yeah, sand. Okay. Somebody got a board bag. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I was working on you straight away. And then and Lewis came down, Lewis Hamilton came down um he not was the racing driver. not the racing driver because <laughs> yeah. um, i don't know what first aid training he's had so yeah. um so so lewis turned up and we we both just worked on you yeah. um and then eventually ollie turned up right. who was you say doctor he's a gynecologist yeah. um, which is brilliant <laughs> and so between the three of us we just kind of i guess got into a rhythm got into a routine and there was so much going on actually um that I think with hindsight, for me, if if there was something I would have changed straight off the bat would have been to control the crowd, if you want to call it that. Because the the amount of people stood round, there was a lot of people standing around, a lot of people on the beach, a lot of people standing around. And and that's not a problem, but the problem is everybody wants to help, right? Of course they do. But the amount of people that, there was people that wanted to help and probably had the same insight as us and could have helped but there was people that wanted to help saying stupid stuff yeah like really unhelpful somebody said you were dead yeah and i think that was the point i lost it and yeah. told craig the fireman you mentioned to yeah, get 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 rid of the crowd because like they say the last thing you lose is your hearing yeah okay. so you might be unconscious but some people hear stuff sure. so so yeah and that's not helpful to anyone especially no. when you're working no. we so we ended up Mouth-to-mouth, CPR, chest compressions. It was 15 minutes before the defib turned up, which somebody went and got off the beach. It was about 15 minutes. And I think they say three minutes without oxygen, that's 50% chance of brain damage. And for every minute after that, I don't want to to say what the stats is, but it's quite high. So after three minutes, 50% chance of brain damage. You were without pulse and without breath for 15 minutes. You were agonal gasping as well. Um, and we worked on you the whole time, and and then yeah, they and I was desperate yeah. for the ambulance to turn up, yeah, like desperate. And 
so yeah, we, we yeah, so we'd started the defib by then. So the defib came down, which I'm sure it was Swanee that went and got it, and it was literally on the wall, on the car park. Yeah, that came down again. Cut your wetsuit off, devastating to have to do that to any surfer. <laughs> but the wetsuit came it off. It was a nice new surfer. Yeah, it's always. Every, every time we've talked about any accident or something with a surfer, <laughs> it's like, did they have to cut your wetsuit off? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just oh, a touching oh, feeling God. to anyone. Um, so, yeah, so the you know, wetsuit was off. We tried to dry you out with a towel that appeared as yeah. well. And somebody appeared with scissors. Like I say, it was like Krusty's clown car, you know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just kept bringing stuff. Yeah. And then uh, you're quite a hairy man, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. it's not so easy to yeah. stick the defib pads to, to pads to a hairy man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we, we shaved you, and yeah. we got the pads on. And obviously, the pads then do their own thing. The defib okay. does its own thing, okay. and it, it's literally voice control. It's yeah. literally an idiot's guide. Does everything itself. Yeah. And it does a self-assessment of the casualty, yeah. and it will tell you whether a shock is or isn't advised. But really? at that point, once it goes through its own test, you can't touch the patient, the casualty. No, you have to leave it. him alone because okay. it could pick up a, a, a pulse from someone else and okay. where you might okay. not have a pulse. Okay. And I guess contrary to belief, uh, to belief, a defib doesn't start your heart. It stops your heart. It's a defibrillation. Yeah, sure. It stops your heart. Yeah. So that, and that was the first point like I say, we've been working on you for it's around 15 minutes yeah. and it was non-stop. Yeah. Um, it was the first point I was able to st- stop just and look and, and see what was going on. It was the yeah. first time I saw the massive crowd and I had, uh, I had a proper head wobble, you know, I yeah. really lost it in that yeah. minute. Um, just, uh, I guess the situation had caught up and um, yeah, that was DFib said, yeah, shock advised and I've never seen someone being shocked and yeah. I've never actually, you know, I've used them sure. like for training but I've never sure. actually used it on a person um, which is, it's, it's violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. violent thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think you might. I think we shocked you twice. Okay. Um, and then that was when the ambulance crew turned up, and you, we were quite far down the beach. Okay. Now, I, I've speaking to I guess ambulance crew experts since something I didn't know at the time, and it makes complete sense because when I saw the ambulance crew turn up at the entry point, the slipway on the beach, yeah. it's kind of like you need to sprint here, get yeah, here get now, and take down, over. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I don't need to be doing this. Um, and they didn't they were just walking casually over but like what I now know is that no ambulance crew should do that because they need to turn up appreciate the situation appreciate the surroundings but not turn up tired for their own sake as well so they can think straight but there was just a a, I don't want to call it a comedic error of events because it's just a testament to how stretched you know the NHS was like I said but little things for example I'm told they should have set the spinal board up Okay. Before they came down on the sand, and that uh, didn't happen. Yeah. So the spinal board came down, um, kind of just, and it's I guess closed capacity. Yeah. And when they put so it was then thrown on the sand next to you. Okay. Then when when it was opened up, when we were going to put you on it, the sort of the locking latches at either end yeah. were full of sand. So somebody had to run down to the water, pour water pour into water the in salt water into it, to, wow. so we could lock it off. Mm-hmm. And we we got you up in the ambulance. And myself and Ollie came in the ambulance with you. And that was a point, it was like, ambulance crew, great. Yeah. And they were asking, like, okay, the other person, can you get this? And is it, where is it? Where is it? You know, and it's like, I, I've, I don't work in an ambulance, but my assumption would be that every ambulance is set up identical for that reason. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't, and, and, and honestly, it, was, it felt like me and Ollie had complete control still mm. um, and I get like I say no disrespect for the guys yeah. that were on there and the girls yeah. that were on there but that's just how it felt in the minute yeah. 
until that paramedic turned up. And it was only then, so this must have been like half an hour longer yeah. afterwards when, when we finally came out the ambulance. And that was where I found out yeah. about Ollie, actually, because oh, when yeah. the paramedic from the helicopter came in, she said, right, which one of you two is the doctor? Because um, that's how Ollie, and he is a doctor, but that's how he'd introduced himself. Yeah. Um, he said, which one of you two is the doctor? He went, it's me, but, well, I'm a gynecologist. <laughs> which I actually stopped, and it was yeah. almost, I didn't laugh out loud, but it was a little, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I didn't see it coming realize. at all. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the paramedic crew would take over, and we came out of the ambulance, and then, you know, it wasn't long before the ambulance left. Right. But you were screaming. You were yeah, you were screaming so. your head off at that yeah. point, but up till then you there was nothing, nothing, nothing yeah. um, apart from my breath. That's a good sign, though. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Screaming is a great sign. Yeah. It's a great sign because yeah. it means somebody's it's breathing, breathing. And yeah. 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 So that's what we heard as it drove off, and actually that was that was good to hear, hmm. as weird as that might sound. But then I, I think Sam and I from the Toasty Shack got me and Ollie a coffee. We were yeah. stood right by the Toasty Shack by yeah. this point, and. I guess that was the moment where everything comes back down, back to reality. Suddenly, my feet were freezing, and I didn't know why. Okay. I had a coffee in my hand. My wetsuit was half off on a cold November day. I had no boots on, but I was still yeah. in my socks, my normal like human socks, <laughs> okay. yeah. um, because I, I was using my socks to get my wetsuit on before taking yeah, them off. Sure. You know, and then it just yeah, it just really hit, just and it, re- it hit hard and. Having not dealt with that kind of experience before, I didn't know how it worked. So yeah. I was like, well, I actually wanted to know how you were going to get yeah, on. Like, it was a long time with you. Yeah. Um, I felt it. And uh, so I, I, I called because people knew your car, but yeah. nobody knew who you were that was yeah. in the group. Yeah. Um, and so I called the hospital that when I was driving home to say, look, I was working on this guy. Just, guy. I, I'd love to get an update if yeah. I can. Uh, and I went home. <laughs> And actually, it was Emily that called oh, uh, your wife, yeah. Yeah. and uh, as if you didn't know who that was <laughs> for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it was she doesn't even remember calling me since I've spoken okay. to her. She doesn't remember yeah, that conversation, she was in which quite a state of shock. But well. yeah, and and she just gave me an update. I think I'm sure you were conscious. Yeah, but I, did you have a were you short on memory when you woke up? From so yeah, that was like apparently um, yeah. Like I said, I don't remember anything mm. at all from that day um and apparently i had been yeah conscious and kind of just stuck on this loop or asking what happened right um did i have a heart attack mm. um oh was i at east sands right oh man i hate east sands like, i just like, kept saying that over and over like something about that beach you know yeah. um and um and I, like i said i don't remember any of that apparently i had a whole mm. conversation with with the family yeah. all the kids wanted to check in and see how I was doing and yeah I don't remember uh, any of that until that night when I finally kind of okay came to like I remember hearing this like tune oh um, god it wasn't I'd blah been, blah black sheep was no, it no no it's <laughs> like I, I um I play like um uh Scottish lute music and right so I had been working on this tune I think there's something about that like I'd been working right okay before or something and it kind of like pulled me through yeah and like it was like waking up from a dream really I mean it felt like I woke up yeah in the in, in the hospital and suddenly could remember yeah okay who I was you know I did, like I said I didn't remember what happened but you know mm. in fact afterwards I remember being kind of so shocked by the whole experience of 
having lost my memory and not, yeah. you know, not knowing what had happened. Yeah. I went through this like intense journaling period where <laughs> I was just like writing down memories from childhood, writing down oh, wow, best right, memories okay. from, you know, travels I'd, <laughs> I'd had and everything just cause I wanted to like hang on to all these memories. All right, okay. Um, yeah. And the thing that didn't occur to me was that when Emily called, like, the, that additional piece hadn't even crossed my mind. You were just yeah, a guy just in trouble. Guy. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm on the phone to your wife, and she's telling me that, about the kids. Else. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I hadn't even thought of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, this is it's more than just a guy on a beach yeah. having a bit of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and that actually hit me quite hard. I didn't know what to say to her. Like, what do yeah. you, what do you what, say? And what does she say? You know? know? I don't know. And I liked what you said. I think, uh, I, th- I don't know if you told me or Emily told me, but your little boy, yeah. I think he was disappointed that it, it should have been a shark attack or something cooler. Something, <laughs> something better than just, a, just, just, just fall into the ground. And I guess this is the point where I think it's why I came on the show, not because of the event, because, you know, by no accounts is this an isolated event. And these yeah, things happen sure. all over the place, but, well, there was there's two parts of this. So one was there was a realization for me, and it wasn't what I'd done wasn't because I was a lifeguard. It yeah. was because of my experience, army experience, life experience, yeah, stuff yeah. like that, and just I guess able to just in a moment, or at least in that instance, react. Yeah. Because I realized had I not had that, and I had been a lifeguard, I probably would have froze. And I spoke to a few other yeah. lifeguard mates, and and someday a good friend, I don't want to name her, but um, she had said. She had just refreshed her lifeguard refresher training. Okay. And about three days after it, similar event okay. had happened. Okay. But had it happened the day before she'd refreshed, she, she would have been rabbit in headlights. And actually, a lot of people yeah, said the same. A lot of people so, and, and the other bit was that I realized that. And, you know, with a, a you know, so I guess a micro following on, on social media, I wanted to use the experience to highlight the importance of how if everybody on the planet had a basic understanding of first aid or CPR, the world would be a much safer place because had you been there alone and no one was about or someone was about that had no idea what to do, completely different outcome, absolutely no doubt. And and I think using that, and I I think I made a quite open and honest post about it and just spoke about what happened and, you know, and then we've been able to use it between us through various channels and social media and TV yeah. to highlight that exact thing because ultimately it wasn't what me, Ollie, um, and, and, and Lewis done. You know, we, we just bought some time. It was the DFib. Sure. It was all it was about the, the DFib. DFib. Yeah. We just yeah. bought the time yeah. and highlighting. I think the program was called The Circuit we got involved with. Yeah, there's the, the Circuit, which kind of connects. Through, it's, that's, I think, the British Heart Foundation as... Um, a program called the circuit, which which is really just a network of defibrillators, so that first responders know where the nearest mm-hmm. defibrillator is. Yeah, um, yeah, and I've 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 worked with um, Operation Heart Start, which is um, kind of the local group that maintains the defibrillators here in okay. St. Andrews, and I think in other locations around Fife. We, yeah, in fact. Um, raised some money and installed a couple of defibrillators right. at West Sands. Okay. Um, cause that, you know, like, cause there, actually there had been a defibrillator there, but it was locked up oh, right. in, um, in here, I think. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Right. Or in one of the buildings here. Yeah. Um, okay. 
and so now there's one that's like solar powered that's out there. Oh, right, okay. One at the far end of the beach. And I think part of the problem um, from speaking to the guys from the yeah. circuit was that there's the I, I can't remember what the stats were, but there was something like thirty thousand defibrillators that have been bought, not registered, out and about. Yeah. Where there's a lot of I don't want to again. I'm not. Well, I won't name and shame, but there's companies yeah. that would that would. I'll just use an example. A let's say a bowls club. Yeah. like a bowling club right, which right. normally you can just walk straight past and look in but you don't have access yeah, to go in yeah. maybe some of them places will have a defibrillator for their members exactly. and that might be the closest one to somebody that's just at an RTA or something right. but it's not accessible it's not registered it's there yeah, for no their personal use yeah. yeah so the, the, the circuit was trying to get these all registered networked who's yeah. looking after who's maintaining yeah. so they're accessible for everyone because yeah. let's say ultimately yeah. that made the yeah. difference it really, yeah. really did I mean I, How's your life changed since that how's day? My, how's my life changed since? Yeah, since that day. Um, I mean, on the one hand, I, you know, I'm like always grateful that I'm here. Yeah. Um, like I, I think about it a lot. All you know, every day, it's like a blessing. Yeah. That I I'm still here because um, it would it's, could just as easily been the other way mm. um so there's a certain i suppose level of gratitude that is just natural yeah um but you know on the other hand it's you know you get on with things yeah. like I, I don't dwell on it yeah um it does it, it's it's funny like i you know i still yeah i still surf and and people say well aren't you scared like and, and the truth is it it's kind of the opposite. It like reaffirms for me, like yeah. oh, I'm doing what I love doing. Yeah. Um, it's like life is too short to miss out on, mm. on, you know, what you love doing because you're too scared. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, and, and it's true with everything. Um, like I think it really reinforced how important, you know, fundamental relationships are. Um, you know, we, it was in the middle of lockdown. It was like, or really it was at the end of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, I just spent, you know, all that time with three kids and my <laughs> wife. And really, like, by the end of that experience, you're kind of, like, ready yeah. to, like, yeah. I just want to well, kill one of them. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, but as soon as this happened, it was like, oh, every second that I can spend with them is, is you know, is a blessing. Yeah. And I cherished every moment. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. let's... Let's play another round of Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, you know, even just yeah. the littlest things made such an important difference. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it made me really, I think, um, appreciate um, all the relationships. You know, like you said, it's it's really about the network of other people. Yeah. Like, if I weren't here, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But to have left behind that loss and, and hurt that, you know, that, that my kids would have experienced. Yeah. That'd be tragic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, 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 yeah. it makes a difference. Yeah, definitely. Um, were you, um, were yeah. you told you wouldn't surf again? Yeah. So the, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember having <laughs> this conversation, um, with the doctor, um, and, and, I think the doctor kind of wanted to be really firm with me. Like, right. you know, well, this is it, you know, <laughs> your surfing days are, are over. And I was, and I really questioned that, you know, I was like crushed. You could see like, mm. oh, this is something, this is what got me through lockdown yeah. and has really kept me healthy. Like yeah. if it wasn't for surfing, I'd just be 
sitting on the couch eating more crisps. <laughs> yeah, but, Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, so it, it really, it was like a slow process of kind of building up my strength and yeah. then um, having the conversation with um, with the cardiologist to say, well, I feel strong enough to, to, to do this. You know, um, I just am a lot safer, I suppose. Like I'll go out with other people, um, in safer conditions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still get freaked out when I, when I, do you refer to the card to make sure it's less out of a forecast than what's on the card? Exactly. It's (laughs) the limit right there. I just won't go out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, I think that one time when we were at East Sand, yeah, I was out, and sometimes if if it's getting heavy, you know, I, my, like my stomach drops out, and I just okay, think, you right. know what, I'm not, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah, I, I need to Is go. Like, I need to go back like to shore. Post traumatic stress, yeah, where it sort of starts coming on again. And yeah, you're like, no, this feels too familiar. Mm, no, exactly. Yeah. And there's something about East Sands too. Like it's something about that place. Like I'll be out at West Sands. No problem. I'm just having fun, enjoying yeah. it, and then but like I'm back in that same place. Yeah, and and you know, well, you're forced like to. Just, that, sometimes a location afraid. can force you to a memory, and it's obviously yeah. a potent memory. Yeah, like it's yeah, always really a tough one to make memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 pretty. You know, it's pretty dramatic. I re- yeah, actually, I remember the first time. You know, I was I went back out on the pier and mm. just walked all the way to the end of the pier, and you're just standing there in the middle. You know, and it's like someone had seen me out surfing out past there. Yeah. And just thinking I could could have wound up, you know, here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just, you know, just a really emotional Yeah, definitely. Experience. How long was it before you got back in the water? Can you remember? Um, let's see. It, well, I guess it was... Um, it was probably about six months or so. Because um, <laughs> I think that that... Yeah, that in June or July mm. of that year, because that was in the winter, right? It was yeah, that's summer. right. Yeah, and that summer, I remember going. Um, I have a group of friends that um, have a picnic right. at East Sands and barbecue, and I brought along my board, and yeah. some other friends had, had had boards out, and I <laughs> had. Uh, my wife insisted that I wear the life jacket. <laughs> and I was really, I mean, I was really out, like probably not even in, you know, over my knees. Yeah. And you could see everyone was watching one of my friends. <laughs> all the beaches stopped. Doctor. All the music so stopped. Everyone's just watching, making sure. And I was like, guys, I'm, I'm okay. This is not, you know. I tell you what, you know how fun it is to try and surf when everyone's watching you anyway. Yeah, and exactly. Like, oh. And these were not waves. These were like little tiny waves. It was just like, I'm just paddling around. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to catch a little tiny wave. But, um, yeah, I mean, but that, you know, so that was like my first time back in. Um, it took a while yeah. after that to kind of work up the nerve to okay. like really go surf, I suppose. Well, what's been fantastic is we've surfed a few times together yeah. since. And, and actually, we surfed not too long probably after your first surf. But yeah. I remember paddling out and being like, is that Bill? Like, nah, it's not Bill. It couldn't be. It could not be yeah. Bill and paddled off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Must have looked really rude. Like, no, 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 I'm no. not getting involved this time. I say, <laughs> get on your say. bloody own. Yeah. Like, yeah, really. Is that Bill? Yeah, I'm going to West Sands. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, like I said, I mean, I really like I, I, um, I, I don't get I don't go far out. Like as soon as like yeah. I feel like once I'm in over my head, I'm okay. just cautious now. Do you feel uh, a bit like challenge accepted when a doctor told you that? Like, I, you, I, I guess as a surfer, I you suppose. must know you're going back. Yeah, there was a little bit of, of that. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I because I, I, I remember having that conversation with the first doctor and kind of questioning him. Like, are you sure? Like, really? <laughs> this is this is it? And then talking to, um, there's a fantastic nurse, a cardiac nurse who okay. works with all the patients in the cardiac ward, and she she kind of reassured me like. Don't worry. That's not like the final say. <laughs> yeah. Don't give up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because um, I think she could tell that, like, with, without that, you know, like, it would have been a longer road to recovery yeah. for me. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be like a goal at the end of it. Okay. Because like, I remember thinking, I'm going out, I'm walking, I'm jogging, mm. but it's like, why am I going to keep on jogging if I don't have, you know, yeah. some something at the end of that? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Which for me is getting back in the water yeah did that um, also change your outlook on your work because yeah what you were saying earlier what your job is I, I wondered if everything that happened there then changes your the way you think about conversations or the way you engage in conversations yeah. or anything like that yeah um you should probably tell people what you do actually I mean, it's, kind <laughs> of a, it's kind of a longer story um because i, I um it, it kind of so I um, in, during the process of recovery yeah. applied for a position at the Divinity School to work um, as an editor of an encyclopedia of theology. Yeah, and so yeah, I think I applied that, for that job as yeah, well. Did I, I just just missed that. Yeah. Um, and I think. Well, I don't know. In the in 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 the process of recovery, I, I spent a lot of time kind of getting back to basics philosophically. Like I was a yeah. philosophy student and wanted to kind of. I was reading, I was reading Sartre's Being and Nothingness. I kind of wanted to build everything up from the base yeah. level, almost. Yeah. And um, and so the 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 work in theology, I suppose kind of was a reaffirmation for me that there's there's something to this that, yeah, that, that right. like i'm not giving up on finding meaning yeah. in 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 life um and that i'm now even more fascinated at how people construct meaning how people find purpose um and all the different systems that they build up yeah. to make that you know yeah. work for them okay um and yeah, I mean, I've had now an incredible opportunity to like contact some of the finest minds um, yeah. in the world, really, and 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 ask them to contribute, you know, their their piece to that. Um, okay. So it's it's um, that's yeah, that's been pretty incredible. You sit back. This podcast is about to go in a whole different direction. I'm about to get a soul pull yeah. through. Um, yeah, and then. Well, and so the, and this position then opened up um, this year at um, the university at St. Andrews as uh, for an interfaith chaplain. And so in a way, for me, it feels like an opportunity to kind of bring some of that, yeah. you know, that, that systematic, you know, knowledge and thought just yeah. down mm. to kind of basic principles and working with people, um, 
like the we're there at the chaplaincy to like listen and support students with whatever problems they might have. So it's been kind of eye opening to see what 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 bothers people, yeah. what they need help with, um, and 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 how you know how I can be there for them. Yeah, right. Um, and it feels like an incredible opportunity. Yeah. You know I mean, like even just to be alive is yeah. one thing yeah. to then help someone else with their own mm. struggles is, is, is even more powerful. Do you think, yeah. like, I, I often think like might sound a bit cheesy, but I often think there is a very, very close link to surfing and like being like surfing and philosophy sort of thing. Like okay. you can see things in it where like, yeah. You know, it's like the the constant struggle of like trying to get out and then yeah. only to be pushed back to where you didn't want to be in the first place. <laughs> I anyway. told you, you or, need to work yeah. on your paddling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And yeah. you know, there's there's lots of there's lots of things like that that mm. can yeah. cross over. But I don't know. I think I find a lot of surfers are quite sort of connected. Philosophical. Yeah, philosoph- yeah, philosophical, <laughs> yeah. connected. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, maybe well, it's that, or maybe I just listen to too much Alan Watts or something like yeah, that. Maybe you know? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there is something you know. You have to be focused. You have to be in the moment. Yeah. Right. You're not thinking about what what's was or what you know the next wave might be. You're yeah. like you're right there, right now. Um, I think that's, yeah, yeah that's the only that. way, isn't it? Because like we used to do a question of like, um, can you explain surfing or what do you get from surfing? Mm. And a lot of people just went, it's just like. Ah, oh, you know you get <laughs> yeah. oh, and you, ah. there's that thing when you get onto a board and you're like going down the face of a wave mm-hmm. and there's nothing around you apart from either at the front of your board it's, or like two or four foot in front of your board and yeah. that's the only thing that's yeah. it's a simple question but actually it's such an individual based sure deep, quite a deep answer because yeah. suddenly in a moment you might be thinking about that and think it's not just well I love it you know that's yeah. not an answer yeah. is it yeah you know there is a very deep thing about I think loving Absolutely. it and doing it I mean, I don't know. I mean, philosophically, I'm very attached to the notion of flux, that everything's in a constant process and a state of change. Yeah. And surfing is, to me, part of that is about harnessing that, right? Yeah. yeah. This wave is just this invisible line of energy that's moving its way through the water, and you just, you're, 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 you become a part of that, yeah. right? Um, and you participate mm. in that flow. Um in a, in, a, in a concrete way, right? Yeah. It's not just a, an idea. Mm-hmm. You actually experience that. And it's I suppose you've got amazing. that same thing of you know that moment is not going to last. It can't yeah. last. Everything it's, passes. Yeah. 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 This too shall pass. Yeah, the, that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing I find interesting as well is that, and actually you could probably speak from experience on this, is that because clearly your mindset's changed, your outlook on life's changed, the way you approach, look, yeah. talk has changed. I always find it really interesting. And I wonder, as humans... Are we lazy by nature? Mm. Because I guess, you know, somebody might I don't know, lose their leg in a, in a yeah. freak accident and then suddenly have gone from doing nothing to they've gone and climbed Everest. It right. takes these extreme events yeah, yeah. to maybe put life into perspective. Yeah. And I always wonder why, why aren't we just ingrained like that in the first place? Why does it need that for, <laughs> for so many people? Uh, yeah. Or another question, why are we here? Why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> There's no simple answer to yeah, that no. question. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there shouldn't be. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's, um, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Let's just shut up and move on, Mitch. Um, I, <laughs> no, 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 I think no. that's, where, that's where your question, that's, that's what I was getting from your question. Like, yes, that's no, impossible. It's, I, I it's want to know. <laughs> it's individual, isn't it? It's, it's to the individual. Like, I know, like, a lot, it does seem to happen to a lot of people, and I know... 
that could even be yeah. to the point of well you, your your mindset changes like when someone tells you you can't do it and don't mm. tell me I can't do yeah. it I will do yeah, it like someone says yeah. oh you've lost your leg you're not going to be able to do anything now well actually I will show you I will yeah, do it definitely, you know? yeah. it's like a different drive yeah, yeah. yeah. different focus yeah yeah I'd say, I say also I mean it put a lot of like life's minor annoyances into perspective mm. right yeah. especially coming out of lockdown where it was like why'd you put the dish soap over here the dish soap goes over here i can't go over that way yeah. in you know, my and house. Like, yeah, exactly. and it's just like now i just don't care about any no, of that stuff right. anymore yeah. right yeah. like um my kids have said like yeah you you're just not angry anymore. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, if I'm, I'm going to get angry, it's going to be at something big, right? It's yeah. Yeah. systemic injustice, you know, like racism, sexism. Yeah. Those I'll get really angry about. Yeah. But like, you know, the little stuff, I Absolutely. don't sweat it anymore. Yeah. It does help put life into perspective, doesn't yeah. it? A bit. I can definitely relate to that. Things yeah. that used to annoy me, pre-events of things that have happened. Yeah. Suddenly... I don't even mind losing face over something which is so irrelevant, like yeah. cutting somebody up or whatever it might be. Yeah, I'm happily just to lose face, be shouted at and move on yeah. with my day because the bigger picture, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Who yeah. cares yeah. about that? What I remember about you as well, Bill, is when did I see you? It must have been, it could only have been a month after the event. On, okay. on, on, it must have been in the January. I think was it was just it? after yeah. New Year when I saw you at East Sands. And okay. You you looked how you look now. <laughs> yeah. Like from what how we had seen you, you know, yeah. white, no breath, no pulse, no oxygen. Yeah. Uh, you were in a bad way. Yeah. To suddenly just a guy walking down just the beach. Like the I beach. couldn't believe how that, quickly so yeah, did, I mean, did they have to do anything? Was there anything you had to uh, have done? Um Yeah. So um they, well, so yeah, I had um, a pacemaker put in, yeah. uh, which is really just like a backup defibrillator. Yeah. Um, like it's, it, na- it doesn't regulate my pulse or anything, mm-hmm. um, but it will if, if my heart rate gets accelerated above a certain level or if it, uh, well, really what happened was a, an arrhythmia, right? Going, so it was like yeah. my, my heartbeat uh, became erratic and then that you know then it stopped okay and so if it were ever to kind of um become erratic again that pacemaker would kick in and regulate my heartbeat um and if it stopped it would defibrillate um so there's that and then i take um a beta blocker which slows my heart rate um and keeps it steady Mm -hmm. so you know so that hopefully would prevent anything like this from ever happening again yeah. The pacemaker actually comes with a double USB slot, so you can yeah, charge you your could, phone you charge from Bill. That's there, great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to tell you where the plug is. But. <laughs> well, I was going to say the same thing when you said it was a gynecologist. I was going to say, don't <laughs> yeah. do mouth to mouth there. But I didn't go that deep. <laughs> well, we're going to, um, I'm going to put this mic down a minute. Okay. I'll ask you to just hold your mic for a second, okay. and I'm going to pass Pete um, this camera. Oh, and I'll switch it on for you. This is good, uh, good podcast bit. You know, oh, you can cut this off there, don't you? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I've not switched it on yet. Right. So there you go. Right there. That's already going. So Pete's going to move. I'm going to hold this here. Okay. Watch your headphones. You would have walked away there. Right. So I'll wait for Pete to get in place. Okay. Well, what's happening? What are, yeah. So from the event, yeah. I, as we've discussed, nobody likes their wetsuit getting <laughs> chopped off. 
True. their body. It's yeah. a horrendous yeah. experience. Yeah. And Surface Wetsuit sponsor the UK Surf Show. Oh, and no. we spoke to them about the event. For real? And uh, oh, so from totally Surface and from us, we'd like to say... Oh, thank you so much. Sorry about your Whoa, wetsuit. Really? I can't help with your ribs. That's so <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm really touched. All right, feel free to, to rip that open if you want. Yeah, you can put, put that down. down. Yeah. So hopefully keep you nice and cozy. Okay. So it's a nice winter hooded suit for you, yeah. And this is Ulex as well. So this is the most economical suit on the market. Really? Most sustainable suit. Whoa. That's incredible. Look at that. Aww. <laughs> cool. That is so great. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that fits. <laughs> I'm not going to try it on right now. <laughs> oh, it's part of the podcast. You can't have it. <laughs> um. Yeah, they when I, I first put mine on, I thought this is this feels a bit tight, and then once you get into you it, get it does into it, it stretches out. into you those, the surface wetsuits? Oh, yeah, cool. And uh, I've mine's been absolutely fantastic. I've loved it. Okay. So I've, I've I felt that I think it's probably the warmest I've felt in a wetsuit where you still feel like you can. You know, once you get a thicker suit, sometimes you're a bit bit restricted. And yeah. You still feel like you can move in it, and it feels yeah. It's just free. A, yeah, All right. good suit. Yeah, oh, well, I'm so, stoked. I'm so, excited. So, we can't promise you the waves. <laughs> We've been looking for them ourselves. They'll be here eventually. Like, we yeah. often ask people what's the best and worst wave, but I think we already know your worst wave you've ever caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I think about that a lot because I don't remember anything from that day. Mm. It's like my, my dad, like, kind of awfulizes things. He had this real negative, like, oh, you must have been struggling out there and you must have been having the worst time. And I was like, you know what? I can remember this however I want. Like yeah. I yeah, hope yeah. I, that was actually the best wave I ever That's caught. That's a great outlook, life, yeah. You know, yeah. and and I made it back to shore, and then I was out <laughs> looking at the wave and thought, "All right, I'm done. I'm ready." Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, who knows? I like the idea that you actually <laughs> did have the wave of your life, and you've got no idea. I have no, like, no clue that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the worst, the the biggest barrel ever. At yeah. like, Everyone's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like, look at that, that guy!" Was, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, can you get overstoked? Well, I think you've just proven the point. Yeah. <laughs> so, how's the um, how's the future looking for yourself and the family? You got any plans? Um, future's looking good. Um, yeah, no, I mean, just the the, the usual. Um, trying to think ahead to the summertime. Mm. Uh, have conference in finland i'm going nice, to i'm nice. excited for that um there's a big conference here at st andrews that i'm a part of so looking forward to that and then um turning 50 in Strong. the summer okay and so uh hoping to get back to the states and go camping with some old friends oh amazing mark that yeah that would be fantastic yeah. So, yeah question on that which was you saying go back to the states you say you grew up in chicago and yeah. chicago omaha omaha yeah, yeah. So when did you st- <laughs> chicago <There> you go. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. so when did you start surfing then because if you were landlocked when did was it you yeah, came so, here or um let's see i um i guess I, so i skateboarded yeah. as a kid so i was always into board sports yeah you know and then um 
My sister um, is a yoga teacher. Her um, her instructor lived in Maui. Yeah. And so for family vacation, um, man, when was it? It was before we were here. Mm. We went out to visit and right. I went for you know i thought well i'm here i should take advantage yeah, <laughs> yeah. i did you know like a, a lesson um caught a wave immediately i was just like oh that's it this is that's it, it. You know, yeah. next that's day it. i'm back Fuck, yeah. oh, i want to rent a boat <laughs> people that say i had a lesson caught a wave you know when you know it, yeah. yeah immediately so then um and then we moved here um and i was always excited at the possibility of surfing but i didn't have didn't have wetsuit didn't have mm. board didn't have yeah. anything um i was home uh or i was well out visiting friends in colorado and we went paddle boarding on the colorado river nice and so as soon as i got on the paddle board again i was like ooh, yeah this is it like i <laughs> I, I like this and um, when i got back i realized oh if i have a paddle board i can go out if it's flat if it's sunny mm. i'll just go paddle around yeah and when there's waves I'll go you can take waves, waves off everyone else yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and um well it's so cold here too like mm. stay out of the water stay but i try to stay above the water <laughs> yeah. um and so um that was what really did it once then i took the plunge yeah. got aboard got a wetsuit and now no turning back. No turning what about back. the kids? Are they into it? So, or? in fact, um, all the kids have joined me um, on In occasion. fact, I think I've been coaching here and the yeah. kids were on a so session. The youngest really loves it. Mm. Um, and, and he'll come out. Um, in fact, he just said the other night, "Oh, when can we go surfing again?" Nice. And I said, "As soon as there's, as soon as there's some waves <laughs> that, that we can catch." But um, yeah, so he'll join me happily. Yeah, the, the older two, like they've been there, they've tried it. I don't mm. think it's for them, but I think okay. they're glad they've had the experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't want to push them, do you? No, I don't like to push not. mine. If they certainly want to do it, they can do it. If they yeah. don't, sometimes they'll do it. They'll get back into it when they're older as well. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. It's such a nice thing to do with your kids as well. It really I is. So, like, it's really I love when a kid's catch a wave. It's just that feeling of, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Don't be better than me, though. <laughs> <laughs> not hard. True. No argument. But yeah, I mean, Thanks for taking. I think I think I could go off in a different podcast and start talking like philosophy stuff with you. Okay, all right, can, but I would I would be catch completely us later out. in the philosophy <laughs> podcast. That's it. That's it. But um, thanks for taking the time to uh, yeah come and see well, us. Thanks for having me. I'm so well, I'm just so to glad to have the opportunity to talk to you about it. Yeah, I feel definitely. Like yeah, there's really there's just no end to my. To my gratitude, you, you to don't you. have to have any thanks uh, to I, any of us. I do. I understand. You know, it, it, it should be. It, it's almost a duty. Anyone yeah, with sure. the tools in hand sure. should be yeah. helping out on something yeah. like that, and that's why it was so important to talk about it yeah. and try and get. And in fact, that's <clears> why Pete and Leighton, who are hosting the show, they actually went away after hearing my post about learn CPR. You oh, went yeah. done, yeah. of course, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good. yeah, and then it was that we just got to start speaking to you. Mm. Then, as I say, he came on and I couldn't get rid of him, and he eventually pushed Leighton out, and now he's in the seat. <laughs> now I get rid of Pete, and my plan's complete. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be the no, me show, uh, and I'll, just, I'll like be my own guest, like a good team. You don't want to break up a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but as I say, thanks for 
thanks for coming on. Yeah. Glad you're here to come on. And, yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. Enjoy Great. this surface wetsuit. Yeah, thank you. I will. Absolutely. Um, well, I look forward to seeing you in it. Hopefully sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, hopefully sometime soon. Amazing. That'd be great. Thank you, Bill. All right. Thank That's you. That's been great. Yeah. Thanks for that, Bill. That was... Yeah, that was... Uh, go on. That was... That I think was, emotional is probably the, yeah. right, probably the right word. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I realized that I hadn't really heard Bill talk about this that much. Yeah. You know, we we have spoken about what happened, but not massively in depth. Yeah. Um, so listening to him tell his side of events, yeah, it, it, it nearly got yeah. me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And I'm not ashamed of I that sp- either. It's a, an emotional I suppose day. you're not really used to listening to anyone else talk, are you really, either? <laughs> you, you've had that lined up since we recorded listen haven't you to, listen to bill share his side of uh, my events were <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. so yeah what a great guy it, though, it was amazing wasn't he and i mean like just not even the the stories of like the you know the main story on that is how you came on the show how you saved his life with other guys there and everything that happened but he's just an incredibly nice guy as well you know and like he's one of those people you feel like you could just chat about with anything for ages you know yeah definitely really really intelligent guy like way above our level i think you probably connected with him on a philosophical philosophical level as well which i actually just remembered i was using the lines from that when we recorded that night because i think you you said something along the lines of how surfing is like life and it's you know about getting knocked down and getting yeah. back up and i think for the next four or five episodes i used that line with the guests yeah, yeah you did because oh, <laughs> i remember sitting there own. thinking what a prick like <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah really cool guy really into music yeah. just really into skateboarding like you said when he was a kid and massive into surfing and it was it was really good to then we hadn't planned to surf together I just went back up to St. Andrews one day for a, you know, random surf and just so happened to bump into Bill in the water. I don't even think I knew he was surfing yet at the time either. So it's just like, is that Bill? So we'd have just paddled past Bill. (laughs) Was he in his surface wetsuit? Uh, well, no, we hadn't given him it at the oh, time, right. had we? It was in a, a suit that I'd cut off and (laughs) stitched back together. Do you know what? I honestly can't (laughs) believe how nice like surface work should say for that really. Cause you know, we just said, we're going to see this guy and, uh, it's the guy that, Mitch saved on the beach and uh you know he had his wetsuit cut off and the guys at surface were just like yeah we'll send you another one that's yeah oh they couldn't have been nicer so nice and more forthcoming with that like that's such a nice thing to do because I think I've I've definitely heard enough stories I'm sure you have of people who haven't had their wetsuits cut off and like you said in the thing you know you're always like how new is the wetsuit (laughs) because I'm cutting it off (laughs) and it's just a devastating thing to have to do like is there no way you could operate with this wetsuit yeah. on just a <laughs> I little don't bit care where the bone's sticking through. through there you know or something like that but, <laughs> oh man so to have it replaced and surface yeah thank you so much for for being like like i say they were just so welcoming i didn't even have to explain they didn't want anything in return yeah. um but yeah i know bill's been in it and it fits as that's well good. it's quite a hard person to gauge size wise because about 18 foot tall I that's why to, <laughs> <laughs> i tried to um after the event I actually tried to get the wetsuit replaced and another brand was was going to do it and then they didn't. Yeah. And I set up a chat group for everybody that I could remember was involved that yeah. day um, to 
try and gauge what size people thought it was. And bear in mind, all we had uh, uh, a point of comparison to was essentially, you know, a corpse yeah. on the ground in a wet wetsuit, half shaved, and just white and pasty. So there were people who were like, oh, I think he's a small. And other people were like, he's definitely a 3XL. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was like, where do I go it's, from that? I don't know. <laughs> I, tell you, I, I tell you, I know someone's size. If I stand next to them, they're taller than me. I think, fucking hell, you're tall. <laughs> That's how I go. <laughs> well, that well, didn't help. I'm 6'2", six, 6'3". I'm six six I've been saying it wrong. I measured myself the other day. I think I'm 6'3". But I've been saying I'm 6'1 for like 20 years. So, you know, yeah. Oh really? I'm, right. I'm the other way around. But I guess the only thing, the only way then, for using your logic, I could have measured to find out what size wetsuit Bill was, was to stop the ambulance and ask if I could lie beside <laughs> Excuse him. Excuse me, before you put me next, <laughs> just get tape measure a minute. <laughs> yeah, well, you know for next time, won't you? But um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was great. That was great. And thanks to um, Duke Scotland for and uh, Sam Lark for letting us. Uh, film you know in that place he let, let us use the place for free and everything and that was really nice of him and uh if you can see this little t-shirt here that i'm sporting at the moment it's nothing to do with dukes or cheese cheesy toast shack it's his brother's company it's uh black house cold water spots and that's in tyree you got one of these mitch you've been to tyree over there and you? you got one of these I have a jumper of yeah. Black House Water Sports. Uh, if I'm well, going to pronounce you it can correctly, pre- you can pre- it seems like we just, correctly, but not the cheesy toast shack or the cheese toasty shack or whatever no. the hell it's called. It, now I can't remember. Do you think it would be easier for us just to sponsor the Largs? just sponsor the Larg family just a lot of them that's it they're all bloody nice people anyway totally so, yeah. totally and that's a that's an episode to look forward to as well uh, yeah. actually is sam Larg. yeah uh, he's do you know what we've got some sam's another one because he's got quite a strong scottish accent like um loads of people have said about Swanee. It was amazing. Couldn't understand anything he said, but it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've had so much feedback, even from mates and stuff that have listened round here, random other people, like uh, Swanee's episode has gone down yeah. so well. Bearing in mind nobody yeah. knew what he was saying, but people were like Oh, like I just yeah. it just sounded funny. <laughs> I knew that was yeah. the time to yeah. laugh. No, he's he's a strong accent, but I you know, I I thought I could keep up with him and uh people can keep up with that. It's fine. I think that's part of the thing, isn't it? He's so his accent's so strong. It's when he goes into the stories and he starts going, Oh, you're, you're like they're like going into like bit you're like, What did you say there? But no, he was absolutely fantastic. Well it's funny that there was a for anybody that's listened there would have been something he would have said over and over and over. And I was listening to this episode or the end of this episode in the yeah. office at Lost Shore. Um, again, we always listen, don't we, for continuity, make sure everything's okay and we've not <laughs> dropped a bollock no, and left something fucking, in there we shouldn't You have. listen because you like to sound your own voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I cut the rest out. But there was a bit, uh, the guy that I worked beside, Collins, a marketing guy, he wrote down this line next to me like on paper and he was like oh i love when scottish people say that and i was like i looked at it and i was like what and it took me a while to work out what it was but as soon as i saw it i i, I got it and it was when um swanee said a oh, brilliant story mate fucking brilliant <laughs> i i actually i actually can't was it don't what? tell me because the bit that i pulled out on was the kelly slater bit when he says uh, Kelly Slater was walking that way. Oh, I'm going that way. I wasn't going that way, but I am now. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Shit, no, I, the it's gone. <laughs> I've just built that up to nothing. So got to leave that in. So got to leave that in. It's amazing. <laughs> no one will ever know. Never want to be like that. Now, what the fuck did he say that was so funny? And just fuck it. We'll put it in at some other other date oh, when you shit. remember it. Oh, that's it. Uh, just fuck it. Just leave it out um, now. <laughs> no, no. And it's when Swanee went, um, I was like, ah. I was like, ah. Did you pick up on that? So you said quite a lot. I was no, like, I didn't, ah. I didn't pick up on that. So, and somebody wrote it down in words, which it's just I like, obviously, like, Scottish ah. lingo. He said, I was yeah. like that. I was like that, which yeah, I guess I is like, the real words, but it's slang for, yeah. I was like this. He was like that. Yeah. Like, I was like, ah. But he wrote it down on a bit of paper, and I was like, I was like at. I was like, I was like at. And he's like, there's no way nobody else knows what that means. I was like at. So we've got, we got a sim- similar <laughs> thing maybe down here. And like, people do this face, and they, they drop the at, but they pull a face in that bit. So it's going to be difficult, because I'm, I'm going to do it to this camera, so you'll see it when you play it back. So it goes, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> so basically they just I was like and they drop the at and they just pull a face or it's I was like <laughs> and, use a face. and everyone knows what that means well that's yeah that, that's the exact yeah it's the exact same expression just mm-hmm. obviously we lingo that's what it's a yeah. better way of explaining it but yeah so Swanee's episode went down really well and um, like I said the reason do you know I, I don't know if we mentioned it but Swanee was also massively involved that day with Bill Shackman as well he was on the beach with Swanee that got the defib um and yeah, uh, well, so yeah I mentioned, mentioned it. that. Swanee's bound to know where the defib is. Swanee knows where <laughs> quickest route to hospitals, defibs, medical equipment, everything. It's just mapped out <laughs> everywhere for anything. Him. Anything that can access <laughs> a breakfast. <laughs> it would, wouldn't surprise it. me if he's, he's like stood next to the cheese toasty shack, just defibbing himself to get a free toasty or something. <laughs> <laughs> just reheating the yeah, cheese. Amazing. Yeah, that went down so, well. Uh, had any surf recently, Pete? Talk to me about surfing. I haven't been surfing for so long. I li- literally, I was chatting to someone the other day. What's wrong with and you? I pretty much feel like I'm just the biggest fraud on the planet at the moment doing a surf show where I don't actually ever go surfing. I've been to the Wave, hung out with uh, Ben Larg, Ben Skinner, yeah. and uh, a few of the other people there when the um, Shaka Surf Women were there. Vet was there, and um, Sally from Yonder. Oh, that was at Rookie Ripples. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was on as well. So, uh, yeah, Lucas was yeah, there as well. Um, yeah, Lucas is coming on the show at some point. He uh, he confirmed it to mm. you while he was there. So now I've said that, I'm holding into That's gonna it. That's going to be sick. Um, so, yeah, that was good. I've been around surf things, been chatting to loads of people about surf, just haven't been fucking surfing. It just it just hasn't happened. I went drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get on to that? that? <laughs> let's, tell, let's tell the good people, when's the last time you had uh, a drink? Probably. Before properly. lockdown, it was probably 2017, 18, something like that. But before that, it was probably about seven years before that as well. So yeah, I think okay. I, and that's no, because I'm a terrible alcoholic. It's not because you're against it, is it? It's not because no, no, you're I'm against not, it. It's, it's just, just like, that just, you wake up in people's I houses. I literally just cannot <laughs> like drink anymore. I was like, I don't, I've never found anything I like to drink. So I end up mixing drinks and I just mm. end up just like the worst fucking hangovers ever like so i i went out saturday night it's now monday evening and i still feel like absolute ass and i'll probably feel like this till about thursday or friday uh 
Yeah, but I bet you having a drink in you makes your presence oh, tolerable. It does definitely. But I threw, like yesterday, <laughs> I threw up so much and so hard, I burst all the blood vessels in my, my face. My eyes are bloodshot, <laughs> and like probably well good on the camera. I get, get this hat down to cover my face a bit because it's uh, mm-hmm. oh, it's, it was so bad. I was just. I mean, like, I tried to talk to you yesterday and you just weren't engaging in any conversation. I was, I knew it was dead bad yesterday till about six o'clock last night. And that's, I was, uh, but yeah, no, I, yeah, but that's just an age thing you know, multiple day hangovers. Like I swear past 30, yeah, you know, 30, 30 then you, you get just, two yeah, day hangovers. That's it. So yeah, no, I never drink, but um, it was a good friend's birthday and loads of my older friends that haven't been out for ages were going out and, there was a band playing that was playing like music from a club. Like mm. so, we used to go to this club where I live in early two thousands, around that sort of time. And they used to play all sort of like it was a bit like emo, a bit sort of skater punk music, sort of stuff like that. And there was a band right, okay. called um, I can't remember even what they were called now, but they were good. And they were playing all that sort of shit, and it was really fucking good. And I spent all night dancing, drinking. Loads of people I saw. We're like, oh, are you drinking? I'll buy you a shot. Fucking hell. What is wrong with people yeah, buying shots? Yes. That's the way it's supposed Fireballs, to be. Fireballs, apple sours. Um, what's those things with the that kill you? The um Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> and was it carnage, oh, was it? Carnage. It was good fun though. It was a good night. But uh, yeah, I good, won't be doing it again good. for another five or seven years. So that was uh Oh, maybe was, we can do one on the wheels trip. Fuck that. I won't I'd be useless. Wales trip. Let's talk about that. Well, we'll do do one at the end of the Wales we're going, trip. We're, we're, no, we're going to Wales. Going yeah, to we Wales. are going to Wales. We're going to Can't Wales. Wait. You, you, you couldn't have got away for this drinking uh, conversation quicker. Oh, it's just, just no point. It's, it's a useless thing that people just shouldn't do when you get over a certain age. I don't know. I was, yeah. I was How much money did you spend? Oh, not too much, actually. I wasn't too bad because I think people get buying me shots, so I didn't actually spend that much. I literally only spent about nice. 40 quid on a night out. You feel like a hot chick just getting drinks bought for you. I am a hot chick. Look at me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you can be what you want yeah. to be, Pete. It's 2023. It? But yeah, it is um yeah, it is yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that. So Wales. So Wales. We're going to Wales. We're going to Wales. We've done the uh Scotland edition, we've done Yuki, and Wales were super stoked for. Yes. Um, you might have seen on the stories, what we're after though is you the listeners thoughts on guests and who we should have on we've had so many already plus i think this is going Mm. to end up on the sunday when we first get down there we might be ending up doing a little meet up on the sunday night because i've already had loads of people saying that they want to uh meet up with us and say hello and stuff like that so um yeah we'll we'll arrange you can surf your paddle out not on the sunday night after what you're gonna do that after (laughs) driving down from scotland and then paddle out on the sunday night Mate, it's like the shortest drive I do for a surf these Is days. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm yeah, mate, I've had quite I say about quite a bit of surf, that sort of shit. But I mean I surfed twice in a week with the kids, yeah. which is unheard of. Um but we surfed last Monday, the kids, and it's the first time in like I don't know, two years or something they've been in the water, yeah. which is devastating. So I was absolutely stoked for that and they were catching waves. Is that before or after um, your boy broke his arm? Well, he broke his wrist like three, four months ago. He's just not made a big song and dance about it because he's a Mitchell and we just don't, we don't, <laughs> we just, you have to be taken to hospital. That's just how is it goes. Is it really? Or is it, um, if he's a Mitchell, surely you would have told you about it in some form and you would have heard about it by now. <laughs> oh yeah, I was aware there was an issue, but not, not how big an issue it was. Away. He just didn't um, care. <laughs> so yeah, 
literally the day before, or you know, a few days before we ended up at A and E, he well, we went surfing, so he was popping up all yeah. day long, and then he went ten pin bowling the day before we went to hospital. So all these things help, I'm sure, in recovery of a broken wrist. Oh yeah, it's got to. Um, so we had we had quite a bit of surf. I had like a good three days of it last week. Um, stayed at my mate's caravan at uh, the Old Kent Roads, which well, still people don't know what that means yet, but they will do soon yeah. when that episode gets released. Um, and it was, you know, it was nice to get more than one day's worth of surf, as in you know a run of days. I think we surfed for three days. Me and Seba the first night didn't expect to surf the night time. We turned up and the swell arrived. It was small, but it was fun. Yeah, and then. Man, on I think it must have been the Tuesday then or the Wednesday. It was just like maybe head high. It was pretty clean, and I just surfed shit. Like it was so yeah. annoying. And then when it started to drop off, then I started surfing well again. And I was like, oh my god, why couldn't I have done this on the better ways? But it was cool. I was surfing with we uh, Craig McLachlan. Yeah. Um, who's hey, a, a, a Scottish surfer. No, not that one. <laughs> oh, no, no not that one. Not that one. Yeah, uh, that was it. Yeah. Also based, um, just been picked up by Quicksilver. Incredible surfer. Like watch, watch this space. He's gone places. Yeah. And a uh, little Finn McDonald as well. Another little charger. Man, they're just busting out airs left and right. And it's so good to see because I've all, I've said this a few times, but for other Groms or newbie surfers to see people at their local break. Yeah doing these sort of big, powerful turns or throwing massive spray or landing airs or even trying airs. That's so contagious yeah. to get somebody to be like, oh, that's actually within reach. Even if it's not, yeah. they still might try and try it. Yeah. And I think that's so important. So seeing these groms do that stuff, man, it's it's so inspiring. Yeah, yeah definitely. So I had some good surf. Yeah, so that that what, that what then had nothing to do with the Welsh trip that we're going on. But, um, you know, that was Mitch's little sideline. <laughs> Well, there should be some surfing whales. There should be. So we're <laughs> going to be staying at Rest Bay, um, and someone has kindly, kindly given us an Airbnb to stay in for the week, which is absolutely Very amazing. Kind. And we will give you more on this of where it's going to be, so you can all go and stay there and uh, you know rent it out for the rest of the year because it's an amazing place right on Rest Bay. Uh, and then oh, from yeah. there, we're going to be going like around the Gower and stuff as well. And we've got people on people. We've had a lot of requests to have Chris from Logfin Co. back on, but he's a massive. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely have him. And he's busy with someone, yeah. sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely have him back on the show because he's great. And uh, we've had a couple of uh, requests for different people already that um, multiple people have requested the same people. So we will get through mm. them. But yeah, as, we, as Mitch said, if anyone has got any you know, requests or thoughts or anything of who they should, who we should get on. We're just going to speak to the Shaka surf women. Um, yeah, there's loads. So just, I heard about uh, a guy, I think it's a, I'm sure he was called the wetsuit repair guy. I think he's based out of South Wales somewhere. Yeah. And it'd just be nice to get, cause we'll all talk about which wetsuits we think are best. Yeah. And do you know what? You'll see these all the time on like Facebook surf groups and whatever. And someday we'll post saying, Oh, what's the best winter wetsuit for Saltburn in December? Yeah. Now, you would get the exact same response if you just posted the question, what wetsuit do you wear in December yeah. in Saltburn? You know, because it's just going to come down to personal preference. So it's a bit of a bollocks question to start yeah. with. So we thought, let's take away the branding and let's have somebody who deals in... <laughs> Which fucking wetsuit do you repair most? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Because they'll come with a non-biased, yeah. uh, I think... Uh, non-agenda perspective of that suit so i think it'd be quite interesting to yeah. hear yeah definitely 
But yeah, so there's uh, there's quite a bit of information on that show today, wasn't there? And uh, you know, old Bill Shackman's been on. I'm glad we've had him on now. And Wales trip yeah, is going. Uh, Leighton's popping in. I'll just chuck that one out as a bonus episode at some point when that comes out. And um, if we get time, we'll chuck some buy me coffee bonus content on as well. Don't mm. forget to subscribe and, uh, on the YouTube, on the YouTube, and on the Instagrams. You're so old. Hey, <laughs> you just told me how old I am with a fifty-seven week hangover or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, yeah. Well, two things before we wrap it up. On, Firstly, I just wanted to give a huge shout of congratulations out to Luke Dillon for taking up the role as the performance. Uh, head of performance at British Surfing. Yeah, I think that's fantastic nice. news. I think British Surfing is in the safest and best possible hands it could be, given that you know that's somebody that's competed at the highest level, but is also able to coach at the highest level, which I think are two very different things. It's one thing being able to do, and it's one thing being able to teach, and not everyone can can kind of combine the two. And I think Luke Dillon will be the perfect person for that. Given as he's a mate of yours as well, it'd probably be an interesting fact to get him on the show at some point, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to get him on, yeah. Luke, if you're listening, jump on. <laughs> I love the fact that you, you string out these little people who you're mates with or you chat to and you're like, oh yeah, could have got them on the show. It's like, why don't you then? <laughs> well, where are you going to be looking September? Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere near South Wales. Yeah. Uh, October, um, mate, October. Oh, yes, October, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. First week of October, is it? And last thing, first week in October, yeah. because it finishes the day before my birthday. Yeah. And uh, last point, I think last time, because I was just bringing up things that annoy me in society, yeah. uh, I just wanted to finish on this. People that will do 37 miles an hour in a 60 and then get into a 30 and continue doing oh, 37 don't start me on that, miles an no. hour. I've been stuck behind so many of them people this week. It's, it's fucking it's breaking normally, Yeah, it's 37 Come 40, on. isn't it? They do 40 in a 60, and then it'll go down to 30, and they'll still do 40. And you're like, what's going on? Oh, oh my God! Or, yeah. <laughs> Stressing me yeah, out. It's, it's bad. I've, had, I've, had, I've been behind middle lane drivers on the motorway all week, so I don't want to talk about that. But, John, I'll take them. Uh, well, in legal fashion, yes, I do, because I'm maintaining the speed limit, so... Um, Yes. Mm. Just so happy, just swerving in and yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, handbraking it and everything on the motorway. Yeah. Well, anyway, until the next mm. time. Stay classy. San Diego, take care of yourselves. San Diego. It means whale vagina. <laughs> <laughs>